Uh, so, so Grax, Grax, yeah. Um, come, come over here. Come over here. What's that, Andy? Come over here. Shh, 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 shh. Sh. Come closer. Okay. Come closer. Okay. What's that? Right. Right. Yeah. I, I think, I yeah. think the two of us, mm-hmm. right, should, should go over there. Well, you mean the corner of the room over there? Through that door. Oh, okay. See the door. Yeah, yeah, See yeah. that door. Big mm-hmm. door. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've got something to show you. Um, about what the that? oh, but I, um, I don't want to see that, Andy. I mean, no, no. Uh, you, you know the time we were talking about your favourite um, colours. I've got, I've got, I've got something to show you. Oh, yeah? uh, about yeah. your favourite colours. Oh, okay. Through the through the door, through the red door. Oh, okay. Ooh, one of your favourite colours. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you know it's it's a colour that attracts men the most? Red. Is it red? Really? Yeah, it's true. Uh, Apparently, uh, I heard it in the pub. So, uh, all so, right. So let's let's, let's okay. open. Open the door. That's a really squeaky door. It is. You should really get that lubed. Oh, my God! What? Happy birthday, Grant! Oh, my word! It's my birthday! Yeah! Welcome, 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 welcome. Look at all the people. Where, where, well, what, what people? Ah, yeah. It's just you and me in this room, Andy. I have a bit of an omission. Yeah. Uh, I've only bought enough party poppers for the two of us. Oh. And I accidentally didn't invite anyone else. And uh, I did remember it was your birthday, though. You fucking better. We've known each other for like over 15 odd years. Let's call it. Let's call it 20. Let's call 20, it 20. Let's round it up. 21. 21 years, maybe. Grax, you're 22. Oh. Or twenty three. I can't remember how old are you. Um, thirty something. Twenty three. Yes, that's a good number. And not a minute more. <laughs> well, that's that's really nice of you to sort of throw the surprise birthday thingy. Um, it's more of a gathering, isn't it? Yeah, I've, of of fine minds. Yeah. And um, can apes. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bell could have at least made enough. I mean, where is he? That guy's a. Liability. Literally, the, the one day. All right, I didn't make much of a public announcement. I mean, it's on my Facebook. It's, it's on my Twitter. Day, isn't it? it's, it's my special, special day. Skype even tells me it's my birthday today. Does it? Yeah. Oh. I told it was my birthday. Michael Belshoff, known. Where is he? He's nowhere to be found. He's somewhere over the bloody rainbow. Fucking rainbows. I uh, just. I think he's in Derby, which is slightly worse. Well. I'm- there's nothing in Derby. There's nothing important anyway. Nothing of any relevance whatsoever in Derby uh, or Staffordshire or anywhere like that, especially after that massive incident. But I, I know, I mean, we inv- I sent him an invite. I wrote him a letter. Yeah. I, I sent him an RSVP. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh, but nothing, nothing. Not even a, didn't even respond to, to my texts, my calls. He's just fucked off and he's left us. So would you like some cake? Fuck yeah, I want some cake. Would you like some jelly? Frankly, I want all the cakes and the jelly because it doesn't matter who else is here. My good friend, my one of my bestest best friends in the entire world is here right now to celebrate yeah. my birthday, which is literally is today, the day the podcast is released. It it's is, my it's birthday. Th- it is Monday. It is the 29th, 29th. of July. June. June. <laughs> and it is Yachi Podcast Series 2, Episode 21. Woohoo! I've got you a little birthday treat. Oh. Not only have I got you a gift, oh, but, wow. but check out this. I've got you 
the world's 36th largest cake. Bring out the cake. <gasps> oh my God. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday wow. to you. How did you get how did you get all the icings Happy all the figurines? Happy birthday dear Grax Bishop of somewhere near Oxford. Happy You've actually written that on the cake. To you. Oh. Oh. oh, man. That's <laughs> so nice. Pyrotechnics, pyrotechnics. How are you fit? I didn't know we the RG money. I spent the money myself. But guess what? Guess what? What's that? Open the cake. What? It's the internet. Michael Bow and a cake. All right. I think. He's, 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 maybe he's disappeared. He hasn't died in the cake, has he? <sighs> I mean, I've had it in there for two days. Oh, Andy, isn't this? This is the second. This is the third time you tried this whole cake malarkey. I know. All stacking up the bodies now. Uh, really got, are got a bigger death count than that uh, Terminator movie. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, let's see if I can give it a Come shake. Come on, open it up. Well, I, I, let me just get the sharp knife and uh, let's see if I can make a cut right about here. <gasps> Oxygen. Oxygen. Holy shit, it's Michael Bell! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday! It's time for... The RG Podcast! Not... Live! Yeah! So, Michael, the asthmatic bell. Oh, so that was a good idea. Bloody hell. I just like it when your face goes blue. He said bring something blue. (laughs) You got me a Michael Bell. I already had a Michael Bell. What? Why did you trap me in that cake? I mean... I had to get it. There wasn't. You said there was a little cake inside. There wasn't at all. There was nothing. Well, it's not a. It's not a. You know, it's not a Russian cake. <sighs> oxygen, oxygen. <sighs> I've I've had this cake and Michael Bell in it in a van for two <sighs> days. Getting here, mainly because I broke down on day one, but. <laughs> But you're here now, Grax, and so is yeah. Michael Bell of the internet, and, and it's a real cake. You try that cake. Go on, you try that cake. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm worried now. Eat it. It's got, it's got Michael Bell all over it. Eat a cake. I don't know where he's been. Don't eat Bell, eat cake. Oh. It's best not to think of that. I try and avoid it. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, uh, look at this. Oh, it, hold on. It's a, it's a present. Oh, Grax has got a gift. Hold on. I, Hello. I really do have... Gift. This is what a have gift you got there? You sent me a while ago, actually. On the by yeah. the post. Yeah, oh, you got yesterday. Yeah, it's true. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you, Andy. And what what it is? Uh, you, go on then. You can I'm open go- it. I'm going to open it. I'm going to open the gift right here. Go right on, now. open it up. Okay, let's see. Oh, 
It's a circle. What is it? it it's a bag! A bag for life! Oh. Well done! Think of the environment. It's, it's a shop online. What a carry-on. Unique low. Grax can't read. Unique I should have got you that, that book on literacy. Well, dictionary. No, just literacy. Ah. And it's a... Oh, yeah! That's a good noise. Uh, it's a Thor t-shirt! It's a th extra large Marvel branded white Thor t-shirt. Yeah, I That's didn't know really what size cool. to get, if I'm honest. I mean... Well, you got the right size. Really? Because I, I was taking a gamble. I was going to get you a small in some sort of ironic statement to at that time you got me an extra large t-shirt, which makes me look unwell. Well, so yeah. I, I thought I'd get you a small one and you'd never be able to fit in it, but... Oh, well, that's actually really cool. I hope you like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's like all, it's all painted and everything. Well, it looks... The style's all painted. And many more. And it's the Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. And there's Japanese and Chinese. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you so mm. much, Andy. Oh, give us a bromance hug. Come on, bring it, bring it in. Don't touch me. Oh, brilliant. Oh, you're so, you're so thoughtful. Thank you so Nobody much. touch Andy. Probably best. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Mm. Thanks, man. Good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. So, Michael Bell, what did you get me? It's in the post. What? It's in the post. What do you mean, it's in the post? You knew it was my birthday today. It's in the post. Today, <sighs> today Monday the 29th of June. That's right. The day of my birth. Look, I've, been, like, I've been in, I've been in Derby, I've, 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 you know, had, had that trauma going on. But you're lucky. Um, what I, t I did have got you a gift, um, mm -hmm. but I could have got something that was given a very, very, very good review this week that I've seen. Who is that? Segway. Uh, I, I saw... Uh, well, it's possibly the best toilet roll ever. Uh, I'm, toilet roll? I'm listening. I was I was in the shops the other day, and I, I didn't I didn't go to the the supermarket to buy a present, Grax. It's quite nice. You'll see it. Okay, good. And I in saw some bog roll, and I need to buy bog roll. As you do for reasons, yeah. yeah. You know, go around TP in houses, adult toilet. And um, they had normally I just pick out whatever's cheap and whatever's an offer. And I saw the offer there, but this time it had a little quote on it. Oh, hello. Which was in in quite big letters. This is the best toilet roll I've ever used. Linda from Kent, 62. <laughs> Linda from Kent? Now, if you can't trust Linda from Kent, 62. I don't know what you can't. The things she doesn't know about bog roll isn't worth knowing. She has come, wow. she has come from a long, long, long family trait, Jeremy line, heritage even, of, of, of arse wipers. Yep. You know, she just knows everything. It, she, her word is gold. She knows this stuff. I could have got you that grax, but I didn't, so I, I can only apologise. Okay, the thing is, I'm very interested by this person. Interested. Linda, was it? Yeah, Linda from Kent. So, she, I, she is some kind of connoisseur of toilet paper. Oh, well, you wouldn't you wouldn't get, uh, you know... The tracing wishy, paper stuff that you... You wouldn't get a wishy-washy reviewer. You know, this is... Uh, to review toilet roll, you've got to go for all, all the... Uh, the editing and journalistic Would you um, consider asking Linda from Kent about any other opinions, or is it just toilet roll-based knowledge? I think she also does bleach. Oh, they go together, toilet products, aren't they? It's just toilet products. I can only... So she must have been like doing like a, a battery farming situation of getting all these different brands of toilet paper and just wiping herself from 
one brand and then the next brand. So is she just spending the entire day just wiping her bum and her front bum? I was going to say, I, I was think really worried you say. I mean, back to the shitting and pissing podcast. Uh, I think you were. I, I was worried you were going to sort of start talking about the the technique that Linda uses. Ah, I'm glad, that, you, I'm glad you didn't go there. Is she is she a folder or is she a scruff up? Ah, uh, is would scruff up? What the hell's she, a scruff up? Well, you kind of grab a pile of it and just rub away, don't you? Yeah, scrunchy, dabbing, dabbing. Is she a dabber. Oh. Why would you scrunch it? Dabbing. Why, why would you fold it? Why would you go to the because effort of folding? I don't fold. I fold. I, the reason I fold is because you strengthen the paper so you can actually do a decent wipe. I, I do. Um, I'm, I turn mine into little shapes and entertain myself. Well, that's not going to clean your bum. Like prior to the cleaning. So what's the, how is scrunching up toilet paper into a kind of ball supposed to make the cleaning process Dabbing. more efficient? It's, no, it's just, it's, it's just a quicker process. Get in, out, and gone. I don't like to spend my time there. You can't clean your bum with a dab. You have to wipe. No, I'm not saying I dab. He said he folded. I folded. I fold. I don't yeah, fold. Andy's the one who's brought dabbing up. Linda brought dabbing up. No, she, no, did. she, she didn't. just said it was the best, the best toilet paper th- ever. <laughs> she goes, does she go back to front or front to back? That's a debate. That's a burning question. That could, is a burning and question. And it could result in a burning issue as well. Well, especially after jalapeno peppers. Oh, don't do that. Oh. Hey, oh. Well, this is great, Michael Bell. Um, I think we should um, we should get in touch with Linda. What brand of toilet paper is it? I couldn't possibly put... Um product placement could I you really couldn't promote comfort like that because <laughs> I mean, it's not like comfort toilet paper need our business oh what which toilet paper is that oh. comfort toilet paper okay comfort toilet available paper. on t-bay services oh, for, for all your, your toilet, toilet paper, paper needs. needs yeah well there we so go. that was this week's after last week's coffee fiasco this was this week's utter marketing bollocks Total marketing bollocks. Well, I think we should move on to some news. If you work in marketing, kill yourself. Yeah. News! I've uh, been picking up some news this week. Good. Been been delving away. Check this one out. Fancy a lunch date with the world's ugliest animal, Blobfish Cafe, set to open in London. That's right, Blobfish Cafe. What? They, they are just literally. London. They are literally opening a cafe with anything in it. Cat Cafe. We had a cat cafe last year. We talked about it on the podcast. We've had that. We got the cereal cafe, which is a brilliant idea, but people ripped it to shreds. And now well, we've got the Blobfish. Anyway. Guess it is a great idea. It's Importing... not a brilliant. It's not a brilliant idea. They're paying like is. four quid for a bowl of cereal. You can buy That's two a brilliant boxes idea. for that. Is it yeah, fuck? people. Are... It's a brilliant idea because these guys are making an absolute fucking fortune. It's a brilliant idea. Well, it's a it's only a brilliant idea because they're just exploiting people who have got more money than sense. Exactly, it's a brilliant idea. Why wouldn't you want to exploit idiots? It's an awful idea and really shows the state of humanity. I don't want any part yeah. of it. So, Blobfish Cafe. Yes. Uh, the much maligned Blobfish will be the star attraction of the latest quirky pop-up cafe. It's heading for London. Of course, it is. The Blobfish is um. What's a Blobfish? Well, it's a deep sea creature from Australia, uh, and it's a bit bizarre. It sort of it appeared in Men in Black Three as an alien. Uh, it's kind of like looks like a man, man face. Oh, they feast oh. on crustaceans, grow up to thirty centimeters long, and they float because they're made from sort of gelatinous. 
oh, material. Oh wait, it's it's that it's that fish that is pink and it looks like a really sad big nose face the of a one. man. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, I'm a little blubber fish. I don't know why I'm here. My my life's so miserable. My nose is huge. That's exactly what that fish sounds like. How many arms has it got? None, because it's got it's, a, it's a fish. Well, then how on earth is it going to wait tables? Useless. Bloody London. <laughs> I'll hand it. I'll hand out to him. If you're going to, you go. to make it a main attraction, get it out. You know, make it get it on pots. You can have it on a hot plate. Like, oh, that's a sushi bar. No, my mistake. Um, teppanyaki. We all. Yes, uh, but there you go. So this is this is the newest trend in cafes. I mean, it, to be honest, it's just a cafe with a fish tank. Man has sex with dog to get revenge on wife for giving it too much attention. That'll yeah, show that's up. right. Dog rape. Is this no, what the show's consen- really gone down to? It was a consenting to? dog. You can't say that. It was a consenting Ma- dog. It made it made a, made a certain noise. Man allegedly had sex with his wife's dog because he was jealous of the of her giving it too much attention. This is a gentleman from Alabama this week who's been charged with animal, animal cruelty. Wow. I said nothing about his wife. Uh, Sweet Hounds, he... Alabama. Sweet Hounds, Alabama. That's right. His name was Edward Medley. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly meddling there with the animals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Geneva Police Captain which I don't know if that's like the, the football team, said uh, that the 39-year-old was mad at his wife because she paid more attention to the dog than him, so he had sex with the dog. Uh, according to the New York Daily News, his wife actually thought he was having an affair with another woman, and she hid a recording device in the flat. She then learnt that he was doing a dog. What, more uh, than once? Was, it wasn't just a one-time yeah. thing? No, no, he was, he was um, having a bit of a... So he was having an affair with a dog. Yeah, yeah. I don't quite see how that's getting back at the wife. I'll show you. Door three. You spend so much time with. I'm, I'm guessing it's a female dog. With with Margaret the dog. I'll show you. I'll show you all. <laughs> what? They said I was mad with a man, Willie, and a dog. Smearing. Who's laughing now? <laughs> well, he's smearing pedigree chum on his cock. Well, there we go. Pretty much wraps up this week's news. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know that the universe is so fat it has to hold its trousers up with an asteroid belt? <laughs> no, I didn't. Was that one of your children who wrote that joke? Yep. I. F- how did I guess? What do you call a criminal going down the stairs? Don't know. I don't know. Condescending. <laughs> That's good. Well, technically, that's better. Yeah, it works. It works, but it's a bit of a thing. I took, the rest, I took the rest of the week off. It's a slow, it's a slow pace. <laughs> didn't, didn't need to do anything else after that. <laughs> that's it, your career is done. Just wow. this week, yeah, that's done. So, um, back to King of the Castle. I'm the king of the castle, and you're the I'm dirty the king rascal. I'm the king of the castle, and you're the dirty rascal. I'm the king of the castle. This week's king of the castle. Um, so we had week one. We had uh, the winner was Supergram, I think, from week one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's through to the final Supergram. of this definitely continuing about? section of the show. Uh, this week, it is favourite, best TV detectives and why. 
And we've had four submissions for this week's King of the Castle. All right, what we have? We have had from at Holland to L, Inspector Morse, uh, because of his honesty, integrity, uh, uh, and, gr- and pure grumpiness. That's uh, that's Morse. Okay, in, that fantastic detective from Oxford. Oxford-based as well, yeah. Uh, really so Grax is. might have an affinity with, with Morse there. Uh, from Little Jason, at Little Jason, Columbo. Oh, Columbo. Ah, crazy glass-eyed. more thing. My wife. She's always messing around That's with Les my Dawson, right? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, Columbo, we all know who, he, we all know who done it. Uh, and he knew right from the start, but he still got two hours of TV out of it. Very, I have to admit. He was, he was when, brilliant, Columbo. I have to admit, when, when this announcement was made, I never really thought about it until then. When we was announced that the crime was actually shown to the audience, but then you had to spend the next two hours watching this fiasco. Mm. My mind was blown. Quite unusual. There's no Jonathan Creek. No. Well, that's an interesting one, because Creek, in the last series of Creek, that actually happened for, I think, the first time. Well, they showed the the villain before they the they show. showed it. Yeah, it was it was right in one of one of the last the last series that was on TV in one of the episodes. Um, the crime actually happened, and then they they did they went the way of Columbo. Uh, so we got Columbo versus Morse. Then we'll chuck into the mixer. Frank Drebin Police Squad. Well, he's the winner then. Who? Obviously Frank Drebin Police Squad. Uh, that's from at Taylor Andy, Andy Taylor there, uh, simply because he's a joy to watch and he had the requisite backstory. He usually gets his man, but he didn't have a very quirky car. Although I really did like the tiny little car from Police Squad, which was brilliant. He's, he's uh, in the intro music, the intro. He's in the finest, <laughs> finest comedy film ever written, so he wins, obviously. Of course, yeah. Um, Police Squad uh, turned into which series of films, Michael Bell? Grax. That's correct. Andy, you've got the <laughs> yes. naked gun. The Naked Gun series, of course. The Naked Gun. Now, I don't understand why spoof comedy can't seem to capture this golden era. It's never going to come spoof. back. Because Scary Movie happened and ruined it. It did destroy everything. Ever. And then Not a Teen Movie. And then Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, that was a real one. It's like it's weird because it's like people just forgot how to write spoof comedies. Properly, at least, yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. So, so we got. I would love to write a spoof comedy like the old. Do it days. then. Yeah, I will. T- done. Uh, and finally, and Andy Gilder chucks a bit of a curveball. I like this one. Lovejoy. He's got the charm, look, success rate, ability to value an 1870s oak sideboard. He's got it all. I no, bloody see, love Lovejoy. Lovejoy's a legend. The immediate problem I have here is that Morse, right. Columbo, and Lovejoy are very similar. Why? Similar eras, similar dress sense. Nah, Columbus much earlier, much earlier than Lovejoy. Really? Morse. No, Lovejoy definitely no. not. Lovejoy is a nineties program. Um, As was Morse. Columbo, seventies, eighties, seventies, eighties, into the nineties. Columbo had mm-hmm. the biggest career out of these guys. Uh, Lovejoy's I, been I, gone over about five to seven years. He's he's out of the picture. Drebin was 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 stunning. Um, and I think Morse Morse has had the most sustained popularity in the UK. Well, th- yeah. So you've got UK popularity versus US popularity, longevity versus Lovejoy, who had a short but sh- but beautiful life. Um, you know, Tinker in Lovejoy. I mean, one of his allies there. 
Lady J- Jane, I think it was Lady Jane or something. He teamed up with to to crack crime in the local uh, antiques based industry. Mm. Or Frank Drebin. I think Frank Drebin. But you got to remember, Morse had a jag. They bloody love a jag. Well then, and a weird name as well. Ah, Endeavour, of course. What fucking happy parents? Why would they call him? Yeah, kid Endeavor? that's enough to kick him out for me. You think Morse goes goes out for? If a he's got, if he's got that much, jagger? if he's got that much money uh, that he can afford a jag, he's got obviously got rich parents because they give him their stupid names. Car. He doesn't need, and he's into opera. His heart's not in it. No, oh, that's enough to kick me out. He doesn't. Morse need is to gone. Do Morse has gone. We've Morse lost Morse. Drebin versus. Lovejoy versus Columbo. Right. Just Colum- one more thing. Columbo. Oh, with... Remember, Columbo is a one-eyed police now, uh, robot from the future. Is he? Is he one-eyed, or is the actor got one eye and his fake eye is actually just acting to be real? No, Columbo. Columbo is a police robot. Like I never watched. Never watched Columbo. So I don't he's, know he's like Robocop. It might. I know. I know. He wore a decent Mac. He had a good jacket on. Now that he, did. And that, he was always smoking cigars, which is going to if... give him points for me. If you're going to play outfit, then you've got to look at Lovejoy, because Lovejoy had the hair. He was leather these jackets. Guys had leather jackets and hair. That's pretty fucking cool. I'm go- uh, see. Did a lot. Uh, did a lot cost, of work in the countryside. Costume. I'm going Frank. Loved the shed. Classic Frank suit. Trebin. Classic, classic suit. Easy access. Could go around yep. everywhere. Carried a gun. But Columbo. I might have made an argument for Columbo and how Just he always manages to. That's his, that's one of his major lines. He's always out to outwit the criminals by acting dumb I, or I like naive. Well, Frank Drebin. Yeah, he, he is dumb and naive. No, he's not. He, he he solves all the cases. Watch the films. You know, watch Frank Drebin have safe sex by dressing in a condom. That's funny. If we're going yeah. by lines, Frank Drebin wins hands down. What's what's Absolutely. the categories here? Dress code, costume, Dress- hair. I think um, cool factor. Cool factor needs to play. Fra- play Frank Drebin then. Part. Frank Drebin every time. Is Drebin cooler than Lovejoy? Oh, he's so cool. How is he yeah. cooler than Lovejoy? Lovejoy's got the leather, he's got the cool car, he's got he's got the lady. Look at the girls that Frank gets. All right. Smoking hot, and one of them had a penis. Best of both worlds. That was a statue. Oh. But Frank Drebin gonna, has got the jacket. He, he, he got, he got Anna, Anna Nicole Smith in her when All she right. was actually attracted, right. not dead. All right, Lovejoy's gone. Drebin okay. versus Columbo. Just one more thing. Now it turns out actual detectiveness. Yep, Columbo is a, a detective. Yeah, he, he, he does Frank go Drebin is a police is a detective. detective. He's a police detective. Columbo he's is got... a sort of detective inspector kind of guy, and he's always going around specialist, looking for the specific clues. He's got a wife that apparently gives him the source of all his powers, and it's always at the very end he reveals his trump card. He goes, actually, I'm not dumb. I've been playing you all like fools because I know A, B, and C, which leads on to D, which leads on to you, murderer. It's the Miss Marple effect. But you see, well, if he's, if he's doing she's that not, every time, she's not then the criminals are going to catch on to that. If he's Directly, the same, they never if did. They never did. I've seen the entire documentary. They never did. Mm, let's bring it to modern. <laughs> let's bring it to modern day. I think. How, they, how they, do you feel about Columbo outwitted Dick Van Dyke? Columbo outwitted Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's one of the most careless gentlemen in the TV industry. He cannot he be outwitted, counted. He outwitted, he outwitted Leonard Nimoy really? in crime. Wow. 
He did. Now okay. I've got. I watched it. I, w- I watched it quite recently. Actually. My main issue with Frank is that he did allow. Um, uh, OJ Simpson. OJ, yeah, he allowed OJ Simpson into it. I think that's a big one. Squad. But mm. big one. He did allow that, but he was also had a team which were idiots as well. Yeah, so that Columbo was a one man. Columbo was a one man band. Columbo was a one man band. He did it all himself. I thought he had assistants. Well, uh, they they rarely featured. Columbo was all mm. about. I gotta go to my car and listen to a tape. Oh, my car's broken again. Well, that means he's not a people person, and therefore we can't be trusted. Drebin. So I think it's Frank. Okay, let's put it to the vote. It's Drebin versus Columbo. Grax Bishop. I think... I love Frank. I really do. I love his comedy. I love his series... And I wish they would bring them back. He's dead, mate. But if we're yeah, he's dead, <laughs> he really is. He's been dead five years. What, what you need is one of those time machines, uh, time machines and reincarnation portals. But <laughs> if we want proper, true detectiveness and getting the job done correctly and being actually intelligent, my money goes on Columbo and his wife, Michael Bell. You see, I can't. Because Columbo's a one-man team, I can't have that. He's a, he, he's trying to try to please his own ego. He's not a people person. He's he doesn't. He's not for the good of the for the police squad. It's just for him. Remember, uh, I he's got the best outfit. I'll give you that. He has um, got the best outfit. Remember that. But factor. Frank's Remember. got the best lines and has got, gets the prettiest girls. True. But Columbo's yeah. got the best twists. Hmm. Plot. I'm, plot I'm twist. still. I've got to say Frank because Columbo. He's not a team player. Oh, see, that leads okay. it down to me again, and I, I, I had to make the decision in week one. It's almost like we're playing yeah. devil's advocate. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I really could have done with Bell agreeing with Grax there to get me off the case. No, but just yeah. one more thing. See, Columbo, think... yeah, he's too much of a maverick. He could go off on the tangent. Who knows? He could start killing people and then, you know, making it, claiming into it. There was an episode where Columbo's. There was an episode where Columbo was framed. But he managed to get himself out of that sticky situation. There you go. That was, takes smart. Was Drebin framed? But, but I might uh, it wouldn't be in that situation because Frank's a people person and therefore his team would help him out in that situation. I like so people, people, to be. people, 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 the people, people, people like people. Frank Drebin wins. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a winner. It's Frank Drebin. Total into the next round. So we have. He'll turn. Frank Drebin <laughs> versus Peddling. So we have Frank, Frank Drebin versus Superground at the moment for in the best final. of. Yeah. In the best of. That's so next week we'll talk about. I don't think it should be a person next week. It should be a thing. Uh, what about... Mountains. Best Christmas present you got? Crisps. What? Best crisps. Best crisps, yeah, best crisps, best crisps, best crisps, there it is, next week's King of the Castle, best crisps. You got questions, because you worry they are your blight, burning questions, we got the answers, so hold on tight. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, uh, so last week's episode, bit of a burning question special, did you even, did you even notice uh, I, I was definitely available for the whole episode. Um, Bernie questions. We have had a number of Bernie questions this week. Let's kick off with at Midget Gems twenty six. Where is Jimmy Nail? Hashtag Bernie questions. Now that's a name I haven't Next heard. Next to for a while. Stanley Spanner. Stanley Spanner could have gone with Stanley Knife. No. Feel. No, Stanley Spanner. No, Stanley Knife. Stanley Spanner. 
Knife. You, Jimmy Nail and Stanley, Stanley Knife did not get on. You wouldn't want them in the same room. It is Grax's birthday. Them? Just remember that. Yeah. And he'll cry if he wants to. Right. At John Dredge asks, what is the best podcast in the world? Hashtag not yours. Uh, well, that's just true. Oh. They just tell them the truth. Um, <laughs> that's the um, John Dredge's podcast. Uh, his new series is out today as well. Uh, on my so birthday. On your birthday. I think I might listen to that as a birthday. Yeah, treat. the Nothing to Do With Anything uh, podcast series four is out today on all good podcast platforms. Does, that's does at mean, John Dredge. Does he mean retro or contemporary? Cause... Let's go with best podcast in the world. Uh, funniest is up there with Peacock and Gamble or Pappy's Flat Share Slam Down. Most Slam interest- Down for me. Most interesting. Peacock and Gamble's is amazing. Um, Nerdist is good. Then you got Answer Me This is really funny. And Answer Me This is brilliant. Scrooby's Pips Distraction Pieces is superb. Angelos and Barry is great. Uh, oh, Brendan, Brendan Burns that's... has a good one, actually. Uh, uh, Gittins. Great podcast. Uh, Irishman Abroad as well. Uh, really and interesting. of course, um, funny looking. Funny looking is a fantastic podcast as well. Uh, you made it weird. It's quite good as well. So yeah, okay. there's a few. So there's, there you go, John. There's a there's a few. Uh, obviously, yours is included, and there's, so is the World Heard RG podcast. Uh, Andy Gilder has uh, written in. What is what is or which is the best accelerant to use on your annoying campsite neighbor's tent? Hashtag burning questions. He's accelerant. Accelerant, yeah. I think he's talking about um, a burning, burning tent. Ah, that old chestnut. Yeah, he's roasting chestnuts. That's that's right. Right. Well, if I remember my download music festival days, yep. people were lots. People were fans of using. People were fans of using aerosol cans to set fire to tents. Lighters. Yeah, it's fucking oh, terrible. You, you don't need. Yeah, all, you don't need that to go up. Really, it's very, to get a tent up is very, very light. You do it at Reading at the end every year. Really? Yeah. Why? I love... Because... What? Why? What do you mean, why? What do you mean? I just, don't know why, but happens. people are very destructive. You know tents and... are not one-use-only things. It's just... Well, they, they, people tend to treat it that way at download festivals. Uh, most fest, most festivals, because they can't be asked to carry them on train. Yeah, pretty much. And and people just there for uh, a place to sleep. They're not really there for a camping experience. I've left countless tents at festival. Oh my goodness! All the tents. What? Oh, what happens to them all? They either get crushed. No. Or... A best of yeah. best of all. Steamroller. Best of all, carry them up and actually send them off to charities and stuff like that. I hope they do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. Oh, I'm really that's... sad now. Whereas Reading, they just put them on fire. Andy, you and I have been to a one or two fest. Well, I brought, one festival yeah, I, I brought time. my tent home. Yeah. So did you? So did I. But yeah, but did you not notice that uh, around the other places, people were just deserting their tents? Well, I noticed a few, but I didn't notice it was a mass tent deserting kind of epidemic. Did you head off? However, you head off Sunday night then, <laughs> Monday morning, it's just like a graveyard of tents and empty beer cans. Now, but this is the interesting thing: not all festivals are that like this. I mean, I've been to uh, uh, Bilbao Festival in uh, Bilbao in Spain, uh, oh, and funny that, people funny, funny that. And people are civilized. They take their tents. They go home. I've I've worked at truck festivals yeah. several times, yeah. and it's a good family <laughs> environment. And people take home their tents as uh, like normal civilized people. People go to truck fest in caravans. That's just a tent on wheels. That's why a would they? Tent. Why would they go to truck fest with a tent? You've got a truck. Because it's the wrong truck. It's it's truck festival. It's a music festival. In Steventon near to Cod. It's not the truck fest. Uh, 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 just keep on trucking. 
At oh, Mike Sheldon. At Mike Sheldon um, has written in. Yeah. Uh, if you were to burn all of the burning questions you've ever been sent, how long could you keep warm? Hashtag burning questions. That's a great question. Two minutes. I don't know how many burning questions we've been sent. 18 months worth. Really? Yeah, pretty much 18 months worth. Yeah, so give or take 16, we, 17 months. We need some tents. Get averaging, them up first and then chuck up the questions. Averaging That's five a- questions a podcast. Yeah. Um, maybe a few more. Yeah. Burning questions specials times two. I mean, we've so got we've done about we've got we've done over of near enough around a hundred episodes of the RG podcast. So we're up to about say let's call it five hundred and fifty. Wait, have we? Uh, I haven't counted recently, but it's not not far off. Well, we're near a hundred, but we haven't done a hundred because we've only done like fifty-two weeks of the RG podcast for series one. Fifty-three episodes. Uh, plus, plus, oh yeah, episode. plus all of the uh, plus plus interviews. Yeah, but do they count as podcasts? Yeah, or they're podcasts. They podcasts. Happy hundredth birthday! Yeah. Get a letter from the Queen. Um, anyway, we'll work it out at some point. Either way, I, 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 th- I let's think say we've yeah, got about five hundred burning questions. Yeah, right, let's say five hundred burning questions. And but the question is, do they yeah. light up and flare off like tissue paper, or do they last long? Depends time, like on cold? the depth of the question. This is quite a deep mm, question. Deep so question. Th- this will probably keep us going five minutes. This one. This question could. Mm. But some other questions have been like, you know, um, <laughs> is Rod Gilbert a, still banging on about duvets? You know, that that's not going to give you more than a minute. So from 550 odd questions, I reckon we'd probably get about two hours heat. Yeah. A good camp night. Yeah, through the night. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I reckon two hours. They yeah, like two hours. No, three to nine, three to nine, I'm saying. Yeah. Full, hey, Michael full, Bell, full wow, he's, he's pushing a full evening. That's an eight hour. Yeah, but we, you know, we've got some tents and like, kin- under sort of little bits Kindling going up. as well. So, yeah. <laughs> a couple of Kindles. <laughs> Keep the fire going, boys. We've got to ward off all the wolves and bears and monsters. Oh, I thought you going to break sausages your... on the skewer. I thought, I thought you were going to break into your Transformers uh, thing there for a minute, Grax. It was the same sort of voice. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's burning questions. And you too can keep submitting your burning questions. We really love it when you send love us those them. burning questions. Love them. Love them. And there's so many ways you can do it. At least three. You can do it on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash RGProd. A-double-H-G-double-E-P-R-O-D. You can do it via Facebook. And while you're there, why not like us at Facebook.com forward slash RGProd. And you can also email us at RGProductions at gmail.com. Yeah, fantastic. So, uh, yeah, so as we wrap up, uh, this week's RG podcast. Um, I think it's only right that uh, Mr. Michael Bell of the Internet provides a verbal gift to Grex Bishop and all of our listeners That's right. across the planet. No, no, it's just for me. It's my birthday. Oh, you wanted the birthday one? Well, yeah, because it's my birthday today. It's his birthday today, isn't it? He's, he's 23 today. Whoops. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, it, this one's about poem. this one's about couples, so settle in. It's a long one. Okay. Uh, basically, there was a couple called this on the on the uh, bus home tonight, and I've thought about writing a poem about what I think their lives are like. Uh, the boys here, right? Mm, of course, Fucking he on. was invited to the party. Yes. Barry and Chrissy went to the pub to do the monthly quiz. It was their first night out without the kids in ages. So they were going to celebrate 
They went to the bar to get some drinks. Pint for him, she'll have a spritzer. The young barmaid is wearing a slightly lower cut top than normal because of the heat. Trevor is pervering in the corner, but he pays his own way, so they let him off. Barry is off to the toilet, so Chrissy takes the drinks and finds a seat. Barry hunted, she gathers. That's their old joke. First round is science, that's a bloody write-off. So the drinks flow off and, they su- and suddenly the quiz enters the sports round. It's Chris Waddle. It's Chris fucking Waddle, Barry whispers into Chrissy's ear. She knows the answer's Paul Lintz, but she plays dumb to let him have his moment. The scores are tallied up and they're one point off the winning prize, a case of WKD. Lucky escape, Judge Barry, as he heads to the toilet again. Back home in bed, Barry makes his move. Not tonight, love. I'm watching Big Brother, remarks Chrissy. Barry goes off to the toilet again. The moral is, relationships are fucking boring, so stop pretending you're happy. Oh. Oh, that's that's a sobering, sobering poem. That was a, a poem about a couple called Barry and Chrissy. I heard their names on the bus. Could you do Greg's birthday poem for next week? Yes, yes I can. That would be wonderful. Thank I mean, you. just in case. Happy birthday, my old friend. No, that's Beautiful. all we got. That's it. That's it. I was so thinking of a Voltaire song, which is great. Ah, oh, absolutely fantastic. Well, uh, I appreciate uh, your listening skills. Thank you for joining us on Monday the 29th, otherwise known as Grax's birthday. Monday the 29th of June. It's the RG Podcast, Series 2, Episode 21. Um, I've continued to be at Whimsy of Andy. We've continued to be at RG Prod, A-W-H-G-W-E-P-R-O-D. On my left shoulder, the... The dainty, delightful conscience that is at Grax Bishop. That's me. Yeah, and on my left shoulder, the naughty devil that is, that sounded a bit, mm, uh, that is Litchell's very own Mr. Michael Bell of the Internet. Indeed. Welcome to the Birthday Mac Show. <laughs> no, we're not doing a Birthday no. Mac Show. Uh, yes, uh, I, I, am, I am that. Absolutely fantastic. Well, I mean, it's it's a beautiful day, isn't it, really? Um, the thirty-third anniversary of Grax Bishop. It's a very happy birthday and a very goodbye from me. It's a very happy birthday to me. And a goodbye from. You can't him. wish yourself a happy birthday, mate. That's that's wrong. I just did. I just did. Uh, I'm off to buy cake, I suppose, and get a candle. Um, happy birthday. So yeah.